0: Welcome to the Broadcast Nerd Hour.
1: Where everything is 99% nerd and 1% everything else.
0: I'm your host, Dakota.
1: I'm your host, Destiny. Welcome back to the Nerd Hour, the Broadcast Nerd Hour.
0: It is the grand finale, Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: It is. we. If you've been a dedicated follower of the podcast the last few weeks, we've been slowly working our way through all the Spider-Man movies. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Into the Spideyverse, and now Tom Holland.
0: Yes. So, it does work out that a couple weeks prior to the release of this episode mm. Spider-Man No Way Home re-released in theaters which of course is actually how we ended up watching it. We we didn't go to the theaters we re-watched it at home and went from there so.
1: Yeah we were able to find out some details about the extended scenes on YouTube. Thank you
0: YouTube. <laughs> Somebody just happened to uh bootleg us uh some youtube copies of it yes this movie was just as emotional as the first time watching it in theaters for the first time
1: i feel like it was more emotional for me this go around and i forgot how mature this movie felt versus the other two in the tom holland series
0: it is a very mature movie and i have to say it almost feels more mature than the toby mcguire movies and I'm not going to say Andrew Garfield because I feel like in the second Andrew Garfield, the, the thing, the, how he deals with loss in those movies yes. is very extreme and very emotional. So I foresee them as very mature movies in themselves. But Tobey Maguire's Spider Man doesn't, he deals with loss, but it's not, he, it's like he sweeps it under the rug.
1: And I think just a quick overview of this movie. Essentially, Spider-Man is outed as Peter Parker. Or Peter Parker is outed as Spider-Man.
0: It immediately picks up after from Home.
1: Everyone knows who he is. And there's some pretty serious repercussions. Um, Mysterio made some false claims that he ordered the attack on London. So he's not the most liked person right now.
0: No, and we get to see a very torn world just for the fact that some people believe in Mysterio and some people believe Spider-Man. Yes. So in the some of the extended scenes we see that even from a teacher base it's that way.
1: Peter Parker and his friends don't get accepted to really any colleges mm-hmm. and so Peter Parker has this idea oh I'll go see Doctor Strange and see what he can do to help and so the thought is well let's you know Make everyone forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But then Peter's like, oh no, like, so people I love and care about aren't going to remember. So Aunt May, Ned, MJ, Doctor Strange himself, Happy, just... So he keeps interrupting Doctor Strange as he's casting the spell. And then eventually messes it up and Doctor Strange has to contain it. And that's when we start getting the villains and and characters from the other universes pulled Mm -hmm.
0: in. So I do want to make a clarity because it was very unclear to me until the rewatch this time of the spell, which is actually two different spells, and it's very slight wording differences. So the original spell was everybody would forget Peter Parker is Spider Man. The other spell is everybody would f- essentially forget Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. So, so anything relating to Spider Man still exists, and that and the extended credit or the extended version gives us a little bit better view on that. Anything like they put it as like photographs, anything with a photograph of Spider Man still is there. Anything with like a photograph of Tom Holland, Tom Holland is he's not in it. So, like that's the way to put it. People, the Avengers still know they fought with a Spider Man. They just don't know that Spider Man's Peter Parker.
1: So, then the people that get pulled in from other universes, we get Dr. Octavius, we get Green Goblin, we get the Sandman, Electro, what is his name? Max. Yes. We get him. I couldn't think of his name.
0: Dr. Connors at the as the lizard.
1: And so, they start trapping them and everything. Well, then Dr. Strange just wants to send him back, and Peter's like, no, I don't want to send him back to die, essentially. You know, a little boy scout that he is. So, essentially, he traps Doctor Strange in the Mirror Universe, and he frees them and takes them over to Happy's apartment, where him and Aunt May are staying, to try to cure them.
0: Yes, and the, the first one he cures is Doctor Octavius, which was the easiest because of the fact that he his nanotech had taken over on Octavius' arms. Which I had completely forgot about his arms being made of nanotech. The first time I watched this, so I thought that was a really cool inclusion. That that the nanotech, the start nanotech, flowed over to that nanotech. So, you know, multiple universes and nanotech still pretty much the same. But
1: so then they all. Start to turn on Peter, and really, it's Green Goblin like being like the captain of the rebellion here. Yeah, and we see Aunt May pass all of away. Them
0: turn all of them turn, but Octavius, because mm-hmm. the the chip actually works for Octavius.
1: So then we see Aunt May pass away after a fight. She gives the iconic line: "With great power comes great responsibility," and. Yeah. We see Spider Man fleeing the
0: scene. I feel like you're rushing past her death, so. No, because so we're gonna
1: it. come back and talk about it. But like, oh, I'm you're just
0: doing a breakdown right now. Yes,
1: I said I'm giving a quick summary of the movie.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were just talking about it.
1: No, I'm giving a quick summary.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So then we see Ned and MJ, and this is when we see Ned actually has some magical powers. He has Doctor Strange's little whatever it's called, thing he wears on his hand. And he opens two portals that gives us Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. And the rest of the movie is essentially Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield teaming together. They defeat all the villains, essentially. Green Goblin is cured. And then at the end, Doctor Strange has to cast the spell that no one will remember Peter Parker because the... Universes are starting to kind of break through into the one that we're in, and so at the end of the movie, we see nobody remembers who Peter Parker is.
0: Yeah, so I want to start this off, at least at least my breakdown, with something that I feel has been more validated now, but it's also been more validated to the point to where it asks another question, and I, I've asked you already. So of course this validates the fact to me that Wanda definitely is the only person now that knows Peter Parker, Spider Man, and it would solely be for the fact that she had the hex with the counter curses on it that would have protected her. Not not the hex that we know from WandaVision, but the little ca- the the projection the one, we had yeah. over the uh, the land there that we see in Multiverse of Madness. So and we know that she's placed ruins before to protect. Only her magic can be used in that area, yeah. So it would only make sense that that spell could have never affected her.
1: And see, I'm still not convinced that Doctor Strange doesn't remember. I think it's still up in the air.
0: I think, I think he doesn't for the fact of we didn't see any alterations of the ring when he did. There was there was only one ring in the final spell, where in the first one there was five. One and thing
1: we talked about is did his spell affect other universes yes
0: so where my question was in this was the final spell is everybody forgets peter parker so but they don't forget spider-man so is toby Maguire and andrew garfield coming back to a universe that doesn't know them is toby Maguire going back to his mj in their marriage or whatever it is and her not knowing who he is so, because I I feel like that I feel like I'd be pretty upset about that. I feel like, like they would probably not want to work for Tom Holland anymore.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of a reach that his that that spell would reach other universes, but also I do feel like it is a possibility.
0: I, I can see from the Andrew Garfield standpoint, it not being a huge effect. I mean, he has his Aunt May, but. Mm. I think that's something that could be easily patched. Mm-hmm. Like, he could he could find his Aunt May again. Because at, at the end of the day, they're still family. Yeah. So, like, even though... She, she may just not remember he lives with her. But they, she, they're she family. So, I don't think that... But other than that, like, he's kind of lost everybody already that he would truly be worried about. And, but Toby McGuire's kind of the same way. But he has Mary Jane.
1: So... One thing I really picked up on in this movie, watching it again, this is really sad, but I feel like to be a Spider-Man means to be alone. Because when they asked Tobey Maguire, do you have someone? He was like, it's complicated. And while he does reference Mary Jane, it when he says it's complicated, I think it's like they may be together, they may not. Or maybe they were together and they got divorced like we saw in Into the Spideyverse.
0: So... Oh, sorry.
1: Um, No, I was just saying we see Andrew Garfield loses Gwen Stacy. We see MJ and Tom Holland's universe forgets him. I mean, so it's almost like part of being Spider-Man is to literally be utterly alone.
0: I'm going to elaborate on that. So I, I think... I like where you're coming from. I don't fully think it's because they're, like, destined to be alone. Um, I do think they're meant to have people. But I think it's – that's the problem with it is – and that's why MJ, even though it's Mary Jane Watson and then Michelle Jones and then we have Gwen Stacy. But I think the problem we're running into is – it's almost like an irresponsible thing and maybe the reason why because they're not denying the fact that toby Maguire is an older spider-man dad. yeah they they're they're not going he's still 22 years old no
1: no they're yeah. all clearly on different timelines
0: yeah which is perfectly fine because like we see that the spell pulls them out from different stages mm-hmm. even though like if if You took and stacked all these Spider-Mans and they were all, they all start, all these Peter Parkers were born at the same time and stuff. We see that Dr. Octavius was pulled and he's still in the same room with Green Goblin, but he is Dr. Octavius at that point. So we know it's pulling from different time frames. So it's obviously, I would like to see where it's pulling, like what's happening in those Spider-Mans universes when it pulls them. But it, they're definitely not denying the fact that, that Tobey Maguire Spider-Man definitely is older and being pulled from an older age. But maybe he's coming from an age where he realizes that the only way for him to protect everybody and to be continue to be Spider-Man is not to have Mary Jane around anymore
1: and in spider-man 3 it was really left up in the air what was going to go on with them
0: well we see in every and at least in toby mcguire's everyone maybe jane gets kidnapped to some degree really yeah she she is in harm's way she is the most dangerous new yorker to be around <laughs> and maybe she just ups and leaves after that maybe she's like i'm done being a new yorker maybe she leaves and goes to kansas or something
1: i get the feeling that maybe they're like in the friend zone now but i just think it is not destined for spider-mans to have a significant other long term
0: yeah and i think
1: they're not meant to have children they're not meant to build a family in well, i sense. don't
0: know if they could have children i mean they may be able to have children but i wouldn't imagine they'd be able to have children. They got bit by a radioactive spider. I'm
1: sure they can. I just... We don't hear about, you know, old men Spider-Man and Spider-Mans with families and... I just think...
0: In live action, at least. Yeah.
1: I just think it really was drove home in this movie. And I really want to see them come back together again because, like, like the support that they all gave each other was, like, support no one else could give because nobody else understands what it's like to be a Spider-Man. Obviously, yeah. in Tom Holland's universe, people understand what it's like to be a superhero, but not everyone understands what it's like to be a Spider-Man.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, if you think about it, Spider-Man was one of the last superheroes that kept his identity. All the other ones are known to some degree or... They don't live on Earth. So it, it didn't matter anyway. There's a lot. As far as them all coming back together, I think it's extremely high that we're gonna see all of them back together for Secret Wars.
1: Yeah, I think that's like the big guess as of now.
0: Yeah, like I think that's that's of course gonna be like the next in game level. As far as like before then, I don't think we'll see Toby Maguire before then. I, I know a lot of people are asking for a Spider Man four. I don't think he...
1: I don't feel like we need one.
0: Yeah, we don't... I don't feel like we need one. I feel like we got the closure we needed for his universe. Plus, and I wouldn't want to see it unless they brought Sam Raimi back for it.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean... Which is
1: which is not out of the realm of possibility.
0: But here, if you, if you think about it like that, just say they started planning this as soon as this movie came out. We're still at least two years away from ever seeing it. And then that would put us a year out from Secret Wars at that point. So like what's the real probability of that? I feel like it's more it's definitely higher probability for Andrew Garfield <laughs> Spider-Man because one, he still has a story to tell. It you know, Disney kind of took took that away from from him as a character, but there's so much they can do with that character and we still have the we have the Venom a problem that we've got yeah. to address. We've got there's a lot of stuff that's gotta be taken. As far as the next time we're going to see Tom Holland Spider-Man, I I think it's going to be years before we see Mm -hmm. him again. I'm thinking like three years from now. Like maybe right before Secret Wars just for like a subtle reminder of like, hey, he's still here. He's just, nobody knows who he is. He's still just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. One thing I want to talk about in this movie is the overall feel. I feel like we have seen peter parker grow up and this movie has kind of that darker field that the andrew garfield and toby Maguire movies have so like the first two tom holland spider Mans is like you know pretty much kid friendly in my opinion but yeah. then you get this one and it's like whoa okay so this is what like you know, the first two ones felt like like the yeah. like Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield's felt like
0: I definitely feel like with this movie, Andrew Garfield and and Toby Maguire, they're of course standalone movies, very serious, where my complaint with Tom Holland so far have been the fact that they cannot be standalone movies. There there's no way to watch them and know and understand everything without without having to watch other MCU movies. But even though this movie is that, but if it wasn't for so, say, in our case, us going through and rewatching all of the Spider Man's, if you were just doing that, this movie would be fine by itself. Because, in my opinion, Wong is really the only one that stands out, yeah, that you don't know because, like, they do a good job of catching up to speed really fast on hey, Doctor Strange the Wizard. He can do this, but he's not in it enough that it's impeding the, the right. flow of the movie. The movie is going. Oh, you need to know about these other Spider Man, uh, these and really the villains
1: and mm-hmm. and
0: the villains themselves. because they didn't change much about the villains. I mean, Max gets a makeover. He's no longer super nerdy. He, or
1: super blue.
0: Yeah, he's not super blue. <laughs> he's got a. He's he's looks a lot more comic bookish. Which is fine with me, and his lightning's yellow now. Which you can honestly say it's just because of being in this universe, because he talk He keeps talking about the the energy being different. So then, Sandman was the other one. Sandman apparently in this universe can't take human form. Uh, he he always is in sand, which would feel like a way harder burden than the fact of. And like I said in the review for Spider Man Three. Where he just can't go out in the rain anymore. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like he. Now he's truly burdened with the fact that he is constantly sand. Yeah. And and,
1: and I know you want to talk about Aunt May's passing in this movie. You felt I, like I flew by it when I was I wanna, just giving a summary. I
0: I want to talk about that whole scene there. Because that scene flies by so fast. But it's, it's almost 40 minutes of the movie. Like. From the time that they they all come together to the point of her death, it's a it's a big part of the movie, but it happens so quickly and seamlessly. So we going back to what I was saying earlier, Doctor Octavius is the first one cured. Uh, Max Electro gets the capacitor put on him that's absorbing his energy. Blah blah, and Peter feels something wrong. But he doesn't know who because he's... I mean, and I can understand he's in a room full of villains. Mm-hmm. And he gets the quick draw on Goblin. Was so good. I, I like. I almost feel like Goblin in this movie... I know a lot of people are saying he was super cringy in this movie. But I feel no. like him... Be, he was... I feel like his performance in this movie was better than 2003's or twos, yeah, two thousand two or three Spider Man one.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought he was great. I thought they were all great.
0: Yeah, it's it was what I needed as far as their comeback, and the fact that he hasn't aged him or Doctor Octavius, like they they look their age.
1: One thing that really got me about Aunt May's death, and it even still, it was like. Of course they were gonna kill her off, but like I was so shocked by it in the movie theaters. Like, yeah, a, so much happens in this movie. Like, you bring in all these villains, you bring in these original Spider Mans, and you kill Aunt May. What? Like, yeah. I I feel like so dumb because I didn't see it coming.
0: I just think in that moment we were all so excited for the fact of who could be coming into mm-hmm. this. But, I mean, from start to finish on this movie, we have a clean slate. But can I just go, like, stepping back before Aunt May a little bit? Because you're jumping the gun on me. But we're reviewing that whole scene. We're breaking it down. I love the fact of how strong they finally show that Goblin really is. I mean, they they portray him that that serum does a lot to him Mm -hmm. and Harry both. But I don't know if it's because, like... Him coming to this universe, the closest equivalent would be like Super Soldier Serum or something. But he body slams Peter through not one floor, <laughs> yes. but like six floors into the lobby of this condo. Yeah, um. and like I, I like don't know how to fathom it. Like it's like it's unreal feeling. And but when you stay, like when you're watching it, it feels so fake. But then when you sit back and think about it, and you go, but he's really that strong and if like if the fact because we see from the other guys when they came to this universe their powers adapted to what the equivalent would be for this universe and that would make sense if the closest equivalent for goblin would have been super soldier serum at that point
1: no yeah i see what you're saying about that
0: because the only person that didn't change well other than connor's was octavius but that's because nanotech exists in this universe mm-hmm. right now. Connors, I mean, we see aliens and everything else. It's just as reasonable to think Connors could still be a lizard. But Electro's different. Everything about is actually different. Sandman's different. So Goblin, like, that leads me to think that if they their powers had a scale for the fact of the new universe, so the fact that he was able to do that doesn't seem that impossible now because we see the same thing happen in... And Winter Soldier with Captain America Mm -hmm. and Bucky fighting. Or not the same exact thing, but very similar thing. Never disappoints, but I have to say I have so much more of an appreciation for it going back and watching all of them directly before it. Mm -hmm. Because now that everything's just fresh on the mind and there, it hit hard. Like it it was still just as sad in the moments it needed to be this it's sad it was still just as intense as it needed to be
1: it got me like i didn't cry when aunt may passed away i cried when mj and ned came and found him on the roof and started hugging peter parker and he was crying yeah that got me then there was another scene i don't remember that got me. And I'm like, the what? The
0: Spider-Mans all hugging.
1: Oh, yeah. Him. I was like, and I was crying. And I'm like, why am I crying at this? But I
0: Oh, my. I'm sorry to interrupt. We'll go right back to... What about the fact that the jump scare with Tobey Maguire Spider-Man... Or not jump scare, but the the fact that they were going to let us think that they were going to kill him off right then oh, and there? Oh,
1: yeah. I remember that in theaters. I, yeah. I was like... <gasps>
0: I feel like something was a little bit different from the theater watch to this one because, like, I feel like in the theater watch they made him look like he was like seriously dying. Where yeah. in this one, he he was just like you could tell he was just in intense pain. And he's
1: like, oh, I've been stabbed a lot.
0: Yeah, but but yeah, you got you got upset over them crying and stuff. Which I, that whole part the. When he's talking to Strange is what makes me sad, and the real when he realizes that the only way to fix this is for him to go away.
1: Yeah. It what also made me sad, other than them hugging, was when MJ was telling him he didn't want, she didn't want to forget.
0: When she told him, when she said, I love you, but then she, when he went to go say it back, she said, no, you can tell me when you see me again. Mm -hmm. That was, that was very sad. But I have to say, if I was Ned, I'd be a little mad. Because, like, he only tells Ned, like, bye once, and then he spends the rest of the time with mj and then he looks up at strange and then back at mj and then like he's looking off again and you think he's looking at ned no he's looking at I, I can't remember what he's looking at again in that moment all right i think he's looking at the spider-mans again and it's like tell your friend bye but
1: this is like the kind of an issue that's been in all this spider-man series it always comes down to the girl for them that's always what matters more than their friends
0: that's true. Even though Ned said he was not going to turn evil and stab his friend <laughs> or stab him. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> I still stand on this. I know they had to bring all. The, they had to fix everything and fix all the villains before they sent them home. Which I would love to see how the universe has changed because of that. Like, I, I would love to, like, in the next Spider Man movie, for them to spend, like,. Like, 20 minutes each, like, going into those other universes to show yeah. them, like, just a glimpse of what all has changed because of that. Because all we can only assume that all of them got put back in the timeline that they were pulled out of. Mm-hmm. Which we hope that was, like, a little bit before they, like, instantly died. I think <laughs> it is so, from kind of the way that
1: they've talked and stuff.
0: But it makes you wonder, like, in some of their cases, would that cha- Like, at that point, Goblin, like, say Goblin got pulled away, like, like the day he died. Well... Would that erase the fact that, you know, we could, wouldn't erase the fact that he was Goblin already, but people knew he was Goblin. Mm-hmm. He and he had already murdered people. So, how would that change his quality of life at that point, other than death?
1: He might spend some time in jail.
0: Yeah. I mean, Harry, <laughs> Harry wouldn't be, we would probably still have Harry.
1: Yeah, and like, kind of like the more kid version of Harry. I feel like that would
0: be like a good follow-up video to this finale. It's like, what we think could happen in the other mm-hmm. universes
1: we can do one on that
0: but i've kind of detracted and i've almost forgot what i was trying to get at but i still think you no know, even though all the villains had to go back back better than they left i still think the only way this movie should have ended was with tom holland shoving that glider straight down in goblin's chest
1: yeah i do agree with that i i wanted to see Goblin. especially
0: after the fact that toby mcguire Stops him from doing it just to get stabbed. I like, I wanted to be like, that's what you get for stopping him. You deserve that, Tobey (laughs) Maguire. Because he would, there's no guarantee he would have died from that. That's true. I mean, so, but I still think he deserved it, personally. We're just going to forget the fact that he murdered Aunt May, he caused all of this mayhem and chaos.
1: That's true. So,
0: I think it is time we should rate this movie. Okay. I'm going to let you rate first.
1: On a scale of 1 to 8, because spiders have 8 legs, I'm giving this movie an 8. They did everything right. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is when Tom Holland is standing in the rain after Aunt May passes away, and he's watching the news broadcast, and... I just feel like there's going to be something so timeless about this movie. I was definitely watching it with like, oh, in 10 years, that CGI is not going to look good. Because there were some scenes and I was like, Mm -hmm. we're going to be looking at it the same way we're looking at Tobey Maguire. You know what I mean? But I think that this is so monumental for longtime fans. This is like...
0: A this, big deal. They did such a good job on this for the fact that this movie by itself could have meant nothing. It they absolutely could have, they could have done a generic Spider-Man, but this movie had more of an impact on fans like me that grew up with Tobey Maguire and has watched all of them and now has watched all the Andrew Gar and has grew up with Spider-Man my whole entire life. And they could have done a generic Spider-Man movie and cashed in the check because I would have watched it, just like I do all the mm-hmm. others. But they didn't. They made this an in-game level event. Mm-hmm. I agree. And they took fan service to a whole new level in this.
1: They really did.
0: And that's why my score is a radioactive spider 10, where we're going to get instead of one that gives Spidey powers that say, you, you know, he's got extra legs. I just think that they did a phenomenal job on this movie and the fact that if nostalgia didn't play this would just by far be the my most favorite movie but the reason this is my most favorite movie is because i grew up with others and because i live these Mm -hmm. so i just love it it's it still brings all the emotions back and it just means so much more that they did this now I do have one question before we close out that I have yeah. to ask. So, we can only presume that this uh, this whole event took place over like a 12-hour period. Somewhere in there. We're just going to say minimum of a 12-hour period.
1: Yeah.
0: So, Venom sat at the bar for 12 hours <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on in this universe just to go back.
1: That's true.
0: <laughs> so, I, that's just what was holding me up so that's i did like the fact that a little piece of venom was left behind because of the fact that it's a symbiote mm-hmm. and it's and there's no guarantee that somehow eddie knows that eddie Brock knows that peter parker was spider-man to some degree mm-hmm. in his universe whoever that spider-man he is but does that or does that mean venom knew does that mean that who, who would have been at that point that knew? Because we don't see in the Venom movies that he knows a Spider-Man.
1: That's true.
0: But what if the symbiote that we get in that universe is the symbiote that was supposed to have been in The Amazing Spider-Man 3 or something? Or the Tobey Maguire's... Well, it couldn't be Tobey Maguire's symbiote because it's different, Eddie Brock. But you know what I'm saying. Like it, mm-hmm. What if it's the symbiote itself that was the one that knew and was able to to go through the portal so i just I, that's that was a curiosity of mine other than the fact that they decided to drink <laughs> for 12 hours and
1: yeah no that was funny i did think that
0: so we're gonna hop off here because we're going fixing to go watch house of the dragon
1: and then rick and morty
0: yeah so if you haven't called on yet we are actually recording this episode almost two weeks before it comes out
1: we This is the second podcast we've recorded today, and we're going to record two more after this. We're yes. like watching something, recording, watching something, recording. And we'll eventually yeah. get to bed in like six hours. Yeah,
0: so this is the the day before Labor Day, if you haven't caught on to that. <laughs> so, it yes, we are recording this episode way beforehand. We are trying to make this stuff easier on us because we have so much going on. Plus, we just couldn't wait to watch No Way Home. One, because we had a free subscription that was expiring today. But two, we also just couldn't wait. We were so excited to watch it. And especially while the Tom Holland Spider-Mans were fresh on our mind. Mm -hmm. So it has been great. So we're going to get back to y'all we will have two episodes of house of the dragon before you finish watching this episode and two episodes before you finish or yeah listening and two episodes of rick and morty and then we'll be like what two weeks out from andor
1: i think andor's closer than you think because it's like september 20 something i think it's 21st
0: so yeah so this would put us one week before andor so we would get to do our follow-up episode Mm -hmm. to this one where we break down what could be going on in the universes. And then we start just a bunch of bonus episodes that are.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've got something for everyone. Um, I don't think she Hulk is really popular. Like we thought it would be just looking at the views on our she Hulk versus the ones on like these Spider-Man ones. Like I can see that she Hulk is not popular, which makes me kind of sad. Cause I really like it.
0: I but. enjoy it. I think the reason why it's not hitting like people are wanting it to is because it's at the end of the day, it's a, it's, almost a filler show it mm-hmm. it holds no real weight yet but it's universe. the second to
1: last thing in this phase so big things could come out of it
0: yes so we're gonna keep going and i hope y'all enjoyed this episode and this series we're gonna have one more inclusion to this series and where
1: we talk about what happened to the villains when they go back cured
0: yeah so i hope everybody enjoyed this and if you like this little mini series we did let us know because there's a bunch more that we would love to do
1: Mm -hmm. we really enjoyed
0: this so bye guys
1: bye have a good week
0: thank you for joining us on the broadcast nerd hour
1: please like follow and share wherever you get your podcasts feel free to leave us a review and check us out on tiktok at the broadcast nerd hour Peace out, nerds.